God bless, God bless, God bless everyone on today. We thank God for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace. Amen. We look to him for all that we have, all that we need, and all that we desire. Amen. Eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that God has stored up for us. Glory to God. And so we want to welcome you in to this live space with Pastor Derek Fletcher. And yes, and amen. And so we thank God for you on today. Amen. We have a familiar text with, uh, I believe it's Peter and John at the hour of prayer. Amen. And so in Acts 3, uh, about 1, we won't review the whole of the scripture up to 26, but at least 12 verses at least on today. Amen. How many of you have just ever been in a situation where you needed God? Amen. You needed him to show up and to show out in your situation or circumstance. Amen. Or you were the one administering by the Holy Spirit. Amen. The help that was needed or that is needed for a situation or circumstance. And the individual had an expectation, amen, but God spoke to you about his expectation, amen, and you had to execute accordingly to what God showed you or told you. And so let's pray on today and then let's get into the scripture, amen, amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, we thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy eyes have not seen nor ears have heard all the great and excellent things amen that you have stored up for them that believe you that obey you and that worship you and that serve you and so god we thank you for today we thank you for all the things that you have made available to us Hallelujah, by your spirit and by your word. We thank you, Father. On today, we thank you for all things. Glory to God. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, let's get let's take a look at that scripture here. And so, in the context of today's word, Amen, we have Peter and John. Peter and John were going up at the ninth hour into the temple for prayer, Amen. And at that time, it was approximately two o'clock. <laughs> and so, there was a lame man from his birth. Glory to God. A man that was being carried or was carried and they laid him daily. Amen. And so when we look at the character of this man, <coughs> first we see two. Amen. We see two disciples. Amen. We see two 
apostles. Amen. We see two men of God that are set. And, and at the hour of prayer, they went somewhere to somebody's temple, to some place of a gathering. Amen. To pray and, and to call out the name of the Lord and to receive revelation, to receive the gift of fellowship from the body of believers. Amen. In this day and time, it's so vitally important that we receive of the gift of the Holy Spirit as individuals, but that we receive of the gift among other believers. Amen. By the testimonies of believers, by the word promise of of believers referencing the things of God, we glean energy, we glean, amen, power, we glean inspiration by others, amen. And so it's difficult when I hear a person say, you don't need to be in church. Well, you don't need to, amen, but your spiritual growth surely depends and is hinged upon that area. Uh, If not, you will plateau off into areas and places where God will not want you to be. Amen. The the area of discipline relative to consistently coming together as well as individual devotion, they are all relevant to your spiritual growth and your increase in God. And so we have Peter and John at the ninth hour going up and we have a man. Amen. And let's look at the man for a minute. Amen. This was a man who was lame from his birth. Amen. And in that tradition, in that area, the mindset is that someone sinned, someone did something wrong to cause this man to be lame. And so we see facilitators and assisters that place him, amen, there in front of the gate, beautiful in front of the temple at the appropriate hour. of the day. And so I submit to you that this man, amen, through ritual, through planning out and through the survival of his family, in his mind, he, he felt that he was doing everything that he knew to do in the alignment of tradition, in the alignment of expectation of others and expectation of himself, in alignment with what the paradigm shift of the present day was, that if you were lame and not able to walk, amen, that you will receive alms, alms, amen, from individuals that were of God and evidently of God because he was there at the place and at the temple during the relevant time and the relevant hour, amen, to receive from the men and women of God as they either entered or exited from that hour and that time of prayer. So this was a key time, a key moment, a moment of mutual context of agreement. One, that the individual that the lame man was would be there at a certain time, amen, and then also to collect of the alms so that he could have meat and clothing and and relative things for his household. But this was also a meeting of mutual understanding among believers that they would meet at this time in the temple, in the place of prayer. And so you must have a 
mutual intention toward the things of God, a mutual understanding that you are going to obey and serve God no matter what is in front of you, no matter what's going on. And part of that is to pray, to build up, to build up your faith, your most holy faith in the things of God. Hallelujah. And so we see here a coming together, a point of a man of searching, a point of contact, a concise moment in time where two believers, mighty men of God, met up with one who was in a place of social conditioning. He was in a place that the social mindset of the day was that if you were lame and could not walk, that you would be a beggar. Amen. But I submit to you, God doesn't want you to be a beggar. He wants you to be more than enough. He wants you to be an overcomer. He wants you to look beyond your present situation. And I submit to you, you need to look beyond that, which is the apparent, which is of the eye into the faith realm, into the place where God is operating, into the place where God is making you promises about your destiny and future. I submit to you that the lame man had more, hallelujah, that he needed to understand, more that that needed to be revealed. The context of that revelation, he needed facilitation. He needed help. He needed guidance from men, hallelujah, that were filled by the Spirit of God, men that were discerners, men that could get a word out that was alive, men that could share in the next part of his destiny, in the things of God, hallelujah. And thank you, God. And so we see this point of intersection. And in verse 3 of Acts 3, hallelujah, it says, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. Glory to God. He asked. He asked in expectation that he was going to receive So he came with an expectation, amen, which was good. I think that was positive because there were some things that were going to be released upon him, amen, through the insightfulness of these men of God. You need prayer partners that have insight. You need to have prayer partners that have revelation. You need to have prayer partners that are obedient to the very things of God. And then Peter, glory to God in verse four, Peter directed his gaze at him, glory to God, as did John and said, he said, look at us, amen. He said to the man, he said, look at us. And I would suppose to you that on the opposite end, that was a different and and a extraordinary, unordinary thing. Amen. I'm trying to get the word to say that. Amen. But in his mind, the man was looking for a common, everyday, mundane interaction. Glory to God. But with these men of God, amen, they were tuned in to the spirit of God. And so there was an uncommon occurrence. There was an uncommon question asked, look at us, amen. And then five, verse five says, he fixed his attention on them. 
he guided his attention away from the aspect that he was begging for alms and he looked upon the men of God. Hallelujah. He must have seen something in the area of a faith release. He must have saw something, hallelujah, from the position of God, meaning more than enough, hallelujah. There must have been a release from the fact of the paradigm shift that this individual had to beg because he was, glory to God, a beggar. And according to the law and the custom of that day, you begged, hallelujah, if you could not work and he could not work. And the people were obliged to give of alms. But in this case, he had a break period, a uncommon occurrence that was about to happen. And so they begin the stargaze, the look, the action to the reaction, the anointed flow of God, a point of demarcation, a point of breaking the normal in the area, hallelujah, where God was going to make a move amen, to open up this man's eyes of understanding so that he could decrease so that God can increase in him and through him. And so expecting to receive something from them, amen. And so they were gridlocked at a moment and an opportunity that seemed common. But how many of you know that we serve a uncommon God, a God that wants to take you beyond the situation that you're in. And by faith, if you believe and receive, you will be able to move to the next level. Hallelujah. Say next level thinking. Hallelujah. That instance of pause and the looking upon, hallelujah, was just enough to prompt an area, a hallelujah, in the supernatural. Amen. An opportunity for that which was in the supernatural to manifest in the natural. Hallelujah. And so, as did John, and they looked at each other. Amen. And then, but Peter said, He said, I have no silver and gold. Hallelujah. I don't have the common thing that you're expecting to receive from me. Hallelujah. But there's something that I do have. Amen. But what do you have? I give you, it says here, but what I do have, glory to God, I give to you. He said, I don't have silver and gold, but I have something that I'm going to give you. I have, amen, the spiritual impartation relative to the things of God, and I'm going to hand them to you. I'm going to be obedient to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. This was a clarion call moment. This was a rhema word understanding that this individual and clarion call moment, meaning that the men of God had to be obedient to the spirit of God. And then the rhema word aspect, rise up and walk, was for the lame man. Hallelujah. And word activation to cause him to be placed in a position to be geared up for a life-changing instance and experience. Amen. And verse seven says, and he took him by the right hand, hallelujah, and raised him up. Ah, glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uncommon action to your friends or your neighbors. It was an uncommon occurrence. Hallelujah. 
the Lord God Almighty flipped the script. He presented him with an opportunity to be made whole. He presented him with an in, hallelujah, an indescribable, hallelujah, mindset to move beyond the situation he's in right now into a place of abundance, into a place of supernatural increase, amen, that was going to show up not only from the heavens, but on the earth. And so, hallelujah, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong, amen. He believed what the men were telling him, and so he held on as if he knew that he was going to walk. And so somewhere in his life, he had been told, hallelujah, that he had to be a beggar because he could not walk. He may have fantasized. He may have had an idea about what walking felt like. But I submit to you in this case, if you are obedient, hallelujah, to the things of God, you will have and live your days in pleasure. Hallelujah. You are obedient to God, you will eat the fat of the land. Hallelujah. And so this man and his feet and ankles, it gained strength first from the supernatural and then the manifestation because of his obedience into what is the natural realm from the supernatural into the natural. Hallelujah. And by that revelation and discovery, hallelujah, verse says, verse 8 says, and leaping up, he stood and began to walk. Amen. He took a leap of faith. I don't know where you're at, and I don't know what you're looking at, but there's a leap of faith that you must take. There's men and women of God that are coming by, and they're observing, and they're sharing with you the instantaneous impartation of the word of God relative to your case, relative to your situation. So this man received an instantaneously life-changing word, and he grabs hold of it and began to leap and began to run. Amen. And he entered into the temple with them. Amen. And so it's always good to gather at the place of worship at the place of belief with common believers. There's something uncommon and and, and common together, meaning believers that are having all things in common, whether it's the supernatural things, and they come in together. And so they enter into the temple with the man, and he's going forward. He has lost his natural mind, and he's leaping and calling praise to the name of God. Hallelujah. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. When they saw him, they recognized that this man was the lame man that they met today and previous days with his hand out. He was in the mode of praising and calling out the name of God. Sometimes in your situation, Hallelujah. You have to call out the name of God and go forth in a leaping joy within your heart. Hallelujah. And you praise God for the ability to
to allow you to feed your family. Hallelujah. In his case, God extended that hallelujah very thing to beyond the disability which he had into the realm of completeness and wholeness and prosperity. And so because he was obedient, hallelujah, and it says here they recognized him as he was one who sat at the gate of beautiful at the temple or of the temple asking of alms, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. When you obey and serve God, you will eat the fat of the land. When you look toward the things of God and you are obedient, you will step forth and people will see the testimonial about you and they will look at you with wonder and amazement of how you made it through and how you pushed through the things of God. So I submit to you, believe in the word of God, come together with believers, hallelujah, wherever believers are together, amen, the action of the Lord and the flow of the Lord is going on. Amen. So this lame man who's no longer lame, he is in the temple and he is calling out and he's leaping and he's shouting to God. Hallelujah. Thanking him and praising him for a moment, an instance of interchange, an area of uncommon action, a supernatural breakthrough. Amen. You might be in a situation where you've heard all from the traditions of what the law says. You heard from your doctor, but there's some true believers that have a rhema word just for you. Amen. A word that when you believe, and activate it is going to change your situation around. It's going to change everything that you thought from the natural, hallelujah, and then the supernatural manifestation comes, and you believe it, and you grasp hold of it, amen, and you'll go forward in a place of shouting, in a place of calling out the name of the Lord, hallelujah. That's that's it, really. Amen. We're going to read a couple of more verses because I said up to about 12 or 13. And so in verse 11, it says, while he clung to Peter and John, all the people utterly astonished ran together to them in uh, the porch, portico called Solomon's, the porch called Solomon. Amen. So after they see the revelation move, the instantaneous power, healing, and interaction of God, this man is clinging to Peter and John, and they are now on the porch or in the place of Solomon's porch in observance. Glory to God. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people. Amen. He says, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us? Glory to God. Why are you looking funny? You know that we are uh, uh, anointed men of God. You know that any opportunity that we have so that the glory of God can show forth, we are going to implement it. We are disciples. We are apostles called and set aside by God. Hallelujah. It says, as though by your own power or piety, amen, you have made him walk. 
So, hallelujah, only by the grace and the power of God that this man is walking by his faith, activation came and by him moving forward, the actualization of the reality was manifest, hallelujah. And so it says here, hallelujah, and 13, it says, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of your fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom he delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate. Glory to God. When he had decide, decided to release him, amen, but you deny the holy and righteous one, amen, they're addressing the people now. There's going to be naysayers, amen, that's going to look at the healing process and say it ain't real, amen. They're going to say glory to God that it's, it's fictitious and the dude was able to walk all along, but he sat from childhood and there at the gate of beautiful collecting arms. And so you must believe in God. You must call upon his name. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you denied the Holy One and asked for a murderer. Amen. They're up. They're saying, hey, you know what? You discerned it, but you asked for a murderer to be granted and to be set free. And it says you kill the author of life whom God raised from the dead. Amen. To this, we are witnesses and his name by faith in his name. Hallelujah. Has made this man strong whom you see and know. Amen. And the faith that is through Jesus Christ has given the man this perfect health in the presence of you all. Amen. Stand on the promises of God. Believe in him. Hallelujah. The power and the healing virtue of Jesus is ever present during this time. Hallelujah. Just like back during that time with, with Peter and John. And so I submit to you. Amen. You can walk also. Glory to God. You can achieve whatever it is that the Lord God has placed in your spirit, man, whatever it is that has been delivered, that is an active and immediate word, trust in God, hallelujah, and you can walk also, you can overtake the promises, hallelujah, and be obedient to the word of God, amen, you can overtake the enemy, you can overtake the land and the place, you can overtake the threat and the fear of threat, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to the name of God, excuse me. And so you can walk also. You have a decision and a choice to make to work out your soul in salvation, to walk into the very presence of the things of God, to be obedient to the call and the interchange Hallelujah. Referencing the image that he is showing you, referencing the commands and the statutes that he's releasing into your spirit, man, by his spirit. Just as the man received the fullness of the healing, he went forth glorifying God and all the people had to take a look. But it, in, in that case, amen, 
you want to lift up the name of Jesus. You want to give all credit to the God of your salvation. And so I'm here to tell you that you can walk also. You can secure the promises. You can secure the land. God wanted this man that was lame from his birth to experience the fullness of prosperity, to be able, hallelujah, to be made whole and to be in a position to provide and to cover his family. So I submit to you, amen, be obedient to the things of God, that you will serve him, that you will eat the fat of the land, that you will no longer a babe in drinking milk, but you're able now to chew on steak and that you're able to digest the fullness of the expectation and that the image that you see through the glass darkly, amen, is brightened and made clearer in focus by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so I declare upon you that you can walk also and that you can secure all of the promises of God and that you can look to the hills from whence cometh your help. Hallelujah. That you can speak in the areas of promise. You can speak and have the full access of the things of God from heaven. Be blessed on today. You can walk also just as the lame man that was at the gate, beautiful, was obedient to the men of God. And man, we thank you for taking time out to come on and, and sharing this excellent word. God is good. Amen. His mercy endureth from everlasting to everlasting. We thank God and we praise God for you on today. Amen. Pastor Derek Fletcher. Amen. With yes and amen. And uh, my email is there. Pause the screen and you can send me an email. Amen. If you have a prayer request, you can send it to me and we'll lift you up in prayer. Amen. God, we thank you for today. We thank you for all the hearers and doers of your word. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy because eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that you have stored up to them for them that love you, those that adore you, those that revere you, those that look to you. Hallelujah. We look to you and we declare and name it so. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you on today. And I pray that you enjoyed the word and just be blessed. We are so thankful. Glory to God for you. Hallelujah. For your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. God, hallelujah, that you are with us all the way in all things that we do all things that we say be blessed on today amen god bless you